sharing personal reflection today. You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice and real life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to create an extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Get Unstuck podcast. I am your host, Laura Husson, and I am delighted to have you here with me today. I hope that you have listened to the previous episode, episode 24, PSA, coaching industry, prepare for free fall. That has been by far and beyond my most listened to episode of the podcast ever. And if you are here listening now because you found me through that episode, welcome. I'm delighted to have you here. And today I'm going to take you on a little bit of a reflective journey. Now, I know that in this path, in this entrepreneurial path and in our life path in general, there are junctions along the way that can become more and more significant as time passes. And I have been given the opportunity, I'm going to say, to really reflect on one of my most significant junctions, the junction that actually got me from being the website girl to being the version of me who is here speaking to you on this episode today. Now, way back in 2016, I was really in this kind of awakening. I'd had my youngest child, Finn. He was born in 2015, October 2015. And in 2016, I was really giving everything a deep dive review. Now, we had built a website agency. My husband and I were both in it full time and it required a lot of time and attention. Like the client care that we were giving was very involved. I was very involved in calls and the process and everything else. And really, truly, I was already beginning to know that the websites, while I loved doing the websites and I loved the end result, it wasn't really the website that got me excited. It was the opportunities to get on calls with the clients. It was creating the transformation for somebody to see themselves in a whole new way that was really lighting up my world. Now, in the towards the end of 2016, I was really looking and asking questions about what do I want to do? What is going on? I could feel there was some kind of shift happening, but I couldn't see it with my own eyes. I know we've all experienced that before. And somebody who'd been in my world, in the online world for quite a long time, came back up on my radar again, funny enough, due to a glitch on her website. And in the communication that we had back and forward, um, she invited me to come and attend her live event in New York. And I really wanted to go. I was like, oh, I'd love to come. And unfortunately, it's not going to be possible for me because I was home solo parenting my two children because my husband was overseas. So we kept our chats going, we kept our relationship going. And as we came towards the end of 2016, and I was asking these deeper questions, I was given this just really clear signpost to go back and dive into some of her content. 
And when I did, I recognized that I was already in her world. She had this um, community that had a weekly call. And I used to go to some of those calls and really love them. Never really understood what the word was, the word, sorry, the work was that um, she was facilitating, but just really loved it, was really magnetically drawn to it. Now, it turned out that she also had a program, a mastermind called Starship. And if you are listening and you're familiar with the name Starship and you're already recognizing pieces of my journey, I will share and preface here that the reflection has come because my dear friend, Laura Hames Franklin, who was the facilitator of the Starship Mastermind, passed away um, at the very end of January unexpectedly. And it's been quite the reflective journey for me. And I want to paint a little bit of the picture of my journey with Laura and the work that she facilitated and how really she has ended up delivering me to where I am right now. And as with so many things, we never really understand the the level of impact that something has until we're reflecting and looking back on where we were. So back in 2016, I joined up to Laura's Starship Mastermind and I still didn't really know what it was. I couldn't describe the work that Laura did. Laura had created her own way of working called Universal Health Principles and she was tapping into the wisdom of the body, combining body talk with following your intuition, with everything that she loved talking about, about galactic beings and all the possibility that that is quantum physics, everything, you name it, it was all combined in the magic that Laura brought to the world. And I have to say that Laura honestly, truly was one of the most embodied people I have ever met. And I found it a little bit intimidating. Like Laura was so free in her skin. She was a dancer. She loved to dance and move and spin and play and jump and fly and everything. Anything movement related, she wanted to know about it. So as part of that Starship experience, it included a retreat at her home in Brooklyn in New York. And that was, when was that? That was March 2017. So coming up four years ago. And when I went on that, I went to that retreat, everything in me was like so resistant. It was really snowing heavily. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can come because they've offered me a refund on my flights. And oh, I don't know if I can make it because I had every excuse to cancel that trip. Now, somehow I found myself there. I landed in New York and I got myself there, got myself to Laura's house, had the most incredible experience at this two-day Starship retreat at her home. Now, in one of the things that Laura was just the most gifted at was really seeing what was possible for you, really seeing your potential, not just like, oh, I see you are capable of great things, but really seeing inside of your soul and understanding what was in your heart, where you were destined to be going, all of the greatness that you could facilitate and step into. And that was sometimes really hard to hear, experience or receive. And after the Starship retreat, I was like, I had all these notes. I was like on fire. I was feeling like I'm this amazing independent traveler. My kids are back in the UK and I'm here in New York City solo, blah, blah, blah. I had it all going on, all the stories. And 
After I left the retreat, I went and met two other friends for dinner in Manhattan. And it was like somebody turned the gravity back on. After my um, two magical days, it felt like, oh, back to reality. And what happened was, and I felt myself do it, I set aside all that possibility that Laura had woken me up to, that she had seen, that she had drawn to the surface. I shoved it all back down. Everything I saw as possible, everything I was excited about, all the things I was sharing in that group going, whoa, what am I saying? Who am I being here? Was all shoved right back down to the bottom. Because when I was back in air quotes, real world, because Laura definitely, definitely was the depiction of somebody that just always felt otherworldly, always. And so when I was back with like, <laughs> I want to say regular humans, that sounds terrible for the friends I was with, but people who were just in regular conversation that hadn't been in the retreat, it was so easy to just stomp on all of that and almost to turn my back on it. And that's exactly what I did. And I felt like, oh, I've been in this dream world. None of this is possible. Back to reality. Nice. That was lovely. Almost like, you know, if you were having a, a holiday romance, right? You come back to real life and you're like, oh, well, that's over. Back to back to reality. That's exactly what happened for me. Now, in the interim, I then went home and my um, mastermind time with Laura continued. It was a year-long container. It continued. And I entered these, the levels of resistance that I entered were like nothing else I've ever experienced. And she was leading um, this Universal Health Principles, UHP, that I mentioned before. Um, she was leading her certification in that so that you could learn how to do UHP with your clients and for yourself and with your family. I so wanted to be a part of it. I so wanted to be a part of it, but it was overseas retreats, some of them in Hawaii, some of them back in New York, um, other places I can't even remember now, and it was two years. And everything in me at that time did not see how it was possible to have a family, to travel, to be independent, to do the things I wanted to do, and to be a mum and to run my business. I couldn't see it. It just didn't feel possible. And I felt again, like, oh gosh, yeah, I was doing the thing of, oh, it's all right for you. You, you know, you're this or you're that, or you've got, you know, all the things. I was really very poor me about it. And one of the memories that sticks out in my mind was that Laura and I, Laura FaceTimed me one afternoon to say it was coming up close to the Hawaii retreat. And Laura was like, are you coming? And I actually was looking back over text messages um, just last night, which was like asking me, are you coming? It would be so amazing to have you to dream, to vision, to play. And I was like, oh, it sounds so good. But it felt too good to be true. It felt too good to be true. And so I was kind of playing along because I wanted to be there. I was playing along and I was doing my part to say, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming, knowing I wasn't. And in the only response that I had was to slam the brakes on and to say, oh, this is too uncomfortable to keep on seeing, you know, what would be possible in this parallel life that I believed wasn't available to me, that I distanced myself and I stopped showing up to the mastermind calls. And my payments started bouncing for the mastermind. And every time that was happening and every time I would get an email saying, hi, Laura, can we talk about getting you back on track and bringing you back in and getting your payments sorted? I felt so much shame 
so much shame because I was like seeing Laura live this amazing life of, wow, look at everything that's possible. I mean, if anybody was ever going to paint the portrait of possibility, it was Laura Hames Franklin. And I just felt like I couldn't live up, felt like I couldn't be part of that, part of that picture. And yet none of that was coming from Laura. And it's only actually last year, um, we did get everything back on track with the mastermind eventually, but that was quite the journey and quite the process. And Laura, like when I read back over those communications, the way she handled that was incredible. You know, she really held me to my commitment when I had said yes. And I had said, yes, I want this. It would have been easy for Laura to say, okay, fine, let's just you know, cut ties and be done. And she didn't. She held me to my transformation. She held me to what I said I wanted when I wasn't able to hold myself to it. And I didn't recognize that for probably about six months, six to 12 months after that experience finished. Now, I don't remember the timeline here, but there was quite the gap. Um, Laura was facilitating her certification. I was kind of sulking in my corner of the world like not wanting to see. I even hid some of her posts. I will ad- admit to that because I didn't want to see it because I was jealous. I was like, I want to be there playing in Hawaii and swimming with dolphins and doing all these magical things. It looks so amazing. And that's not available to me. And as I say these words, it's funny how the power of our words, because as I'm saying all of those things, that is not who I am now. And if you, those of you who know me will be like, well, it does not sound like you. I wouldn't even recognize you. And actually, if you were to go to Instagram, there is a post on my grid that I posted a picture of me and Laura and I had um, much shorter hair and Laura's wearing a bright pink top with long, dark hair. And I don't look the same. Like I do not look the same. And it's only now looking back on that time that I can really see how how much I was shrinking, how much I was not allowing myself to explore what might be possible. And yet Laura was over there, like nodding, going, yes, yes, because she could see it and she believed in it. And yet, you know how tempting it is. You know, when you can see something for a friend and you're like, come on, just do the thing. I really want you to do this. I've done this with my own friends. I know that I see my friends sometimes, you know, taking their own time to get to their own place of making that leap or doing the thing or whatever it is. And I'm almost begging them to do it. Laura never did that. She just so gracefully held space and held the vision for, I see what you're heading towards. And it's okay if you don't see it yet. And more than that, one of the repeating patterns that Laura experienced in her life was that she would have people who were like all in, like sister energy, you know, like lifelong love, who would be all in her life, all up close, front front line. And then they would be removed, not removed, but like they would step out. And that makes it sound like Laura removed them. She didn't. It People would back off like I did. You know, people would have that feeling of like, oh, I can't do this. It's too much. Or I'm not cut out for this. None of this ever came from Laura. It was all coming from us. And it was the, the trigger response of seeing her reflect to us who we could be if only we would step into it was a lot. It was a real lot. And what I'm reflecting on now, now her community, the weekly community that she had called Holy Shift has continued to meet since her passing at the end of January. And for the first time, 
since probably 2018, I've been going to those calls. I've been to every one of those calls that's happened since then, even when they've been at midnight. And her mum, Barbara, has been on those calls, which has been so beautiful to see Babs and send her love and just witness her and her processing of what's going on and this transition. And just recognizing and hearing so many people sharing similar stories that we were all in and Laura was this massive part of my life. And then, you know, I had to step back for whatever reason. Everybody had different experiences and different versions of this story, but it was this repeating story. And what I was marveling at only this morning was how how much dedication, how much devotion there was for Laura to continue to live her life in her fullest expression because believe me she did if you go and find her on YouTube you will see examples of that left and right and her Instagram and her Facebook and anywhere you could find her on the internet how committed she was to living her fullest expression even when circumstances were not favorable even when friends backed off, team members backed off, people questioned that. Even when things meant, you know, pandemics and world travel wasn't possible and all the other things that happened that would have been really difficult for Laura to manage, she continued to find the magic. She continued to dance and to pivot and sing and move and be all of who she was. And it's such an inspiration. Now, the biggest testimony, now, you know, we all know what it feels like to experience somebody passing away. And I have to say that this one has landed different to anything else I've experienced, including closer, much closer connections, even members of my own family. It has really landed differently. And the reason it's landed differently is because Laura was different. Laura was one of a kind. And one of the things she used to always say with real, she had this like almost childlike curiosity for all that is. And Laura had this hardcore scientific knowledge of everything. She knew everything there was to know about the human body, the skeleton, how our organs are connected, what they do, the power that lies within them. And she would have this childlike play built in, you know, that thing of like, let's run down the garden and look, listen, there's fairies or whatever, that kind of vibe. It was so fun to be around. And one of the things she often used to say was that one day she would be back amongst her star family and she was excited about that. Like that was a real exciting prospect to her. And so this experience now, I would say, and I described this this morning as I'm 80%. Wow, this is so amazing because I know that she's out there like able to touch and not confined by her human body or any limitations or technology or any of the things that used to keep her, dictate the pace of how her work would come out into the world. All of that is now limitless, unrestricted, free. And I see and feel that deeply, deeply, deeply. And it's amazing to know that feeling. And then there's 20% of me, the human part of me, that's like, oh gosh, but we weren't done yet. And that is such an interesting experience to have. Now, on these holy shift calls that we've had, and we've had two this past weekend in celebration of Laura following her cremation on Valentine's Day, which was 
only fitting that, of course, the first available spot for her ceremony would be on Valentine's Day. To see so many people come together, even people who had never experienced Laura until after she had passed from this human life, who came together to really honour and marvel at the work that she created, at the connection, at the spark that she ignited in people and the tributes on Facebook that have poured in, it has been incredible. And yet there's been this part of me that has been absolutely blown away by I knew that Laura was playing a significant part in my life. I'm so grateful that I did not step away and stay stepped away, that we continued to exchange messages and, you know, engage with each other long after that awkward experience of mine. Because where I am now, you know, really, truly, I was reflecting with my husband last night. It's like, I wouldn't be here had it not been, I wouldn't be here now, let's say that. I probably would have ended up here, but I think the timeline would have been much longer had it not been for being a part of Laura's world. And so I'm so, so grateful for that. And I feel like there's huge opportunity here to really keep everything that Laura stood for alive, to know that she gets to be infinite now, and to also embrace the human experience of feeling sadness and celebration and memories And a little bit of, oh, you know, I I remember that when I first heard the news and how how heavy it landed for me, feeling a little bit judgmental of myself, of like, well, you know, gosh, she wasn't part of your family or you weren't like super, super bestie friends. Like, why are you so sad? But it's knowing the level that somebody can touch you at without those labels is incredible. And so I share this with you, and I'm going to keep this episode short today. I share this with you to just give you that nudge to just reflect. Where has somebody had that impact on you that maybe it was triggery, uncomfortable, awkward, and you backed away? Where are you having that impact on someone else? And what do you get to do now that's different? Because the question I've certainly been reflecting on is what kind of legacy do I want to leave? What kind of impact am I making that would have members of my community rallying together in the way that Laura's community is right now to say, let's keep our work going. Let's keep these sessions. Let's keep connected. We have been connected and I've been reconnected to people I hadn't spoken to in years because of that incredible, incredible magic. So I'd love you to share with me. Tell me, come and find me on Instagram. I am at Totally Laura. Tell me what this makes you think of. Tell me your thoughts. What do you feel? And Laura's family have started a foundation in her honor, in her name, the Laugh Project, the Laugh Foundation, to help dancers who need access to the Franklin Method. Laura's husband, Eric Franklin, was the founder or is the founder of the Franklin Method. And it was something that Laura was super passionate about. So I will leave the link in the show notes. You can go and check that out. You can donate if you wish. If donating does not feel what you are called to, if there is a way that you wish to share that with others, that would be beautiful. And most of all, I just invite you to just take a brief pause. And just be thankful for all the teachers, the ones you chose, the ones you did not choose, the ones you didn't recognize as teachers at the time, the friends, the love, the laughs, all of the things that you get to experience in this lifetime, all of the spectrum of it. 
just take a moment to really soak all of that in. Sending you so much love and I'll see you next time. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs. 